Shalom friends, and welcome to the Refuge Podcast, where we cultivate our faith in the shelter of God's word. I'm your host, Jennifer Elwood. For the past 12 years, from December 1st to the 24th, I read the Gospel of Luke a chapter a day, and it's been life-changing. In the past, I permitted all the stress to provoke me during the holidays, but discover that this practice permeates peace into the holiday season. And every year I'm determined to bring more people just like you with me on this biblical journey. For the first season of this podcast, we will count up to Christmas through the gospel of Luke together and open and receive gifts from scripture to prepare our hearts for a peace-filled Christmas with some help from my friends. Today, we are going to open and receive the gift of reconciliation. Our portion of scripture is Luke 6, 27 to 29 in the ESV translation. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. So I'm going to start this episode with a little Hebrew lesson. <laughs> My friends at the Flaws of Friendship podcast, Tabitha Haynes and Stacy March have created a new moniker for the word in, in Hebrew is Haverot, and it's var. And they are the perfect VARs to help us open the gift of reconciliation. They are two best friends who blew up but are being put back together. Now they are helping women get the most out of life through the gift of friendship by helping them discover and live out what it is, what it can do, and who it helps you become. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you. Thank Jenny. you very much. Happy so to be here. Oh, good. Me, I am so glad that you guys are here. It was super fun spending time with you for the Refuge Conference, and I am so glad that you're back on this new adventure. Um, so let's focus in a little on the holiday season. Can you each tell us what your favorite Christmas tradition is? You want to go? Uh, sure. Well, I will say that one of my most favorite traditions is, and it's something that my family used to do, and that is growing up, we would just all pile in the same room and wait on Santa. So we would just all wait for our presents to come. And so we kept on doing that until I was in my 20s. We would just pile in the same bed. We would wait on Santa. And then I would wake everybody up at like 4.30 in the morning so I could open my presents. And so as our families got bigger, we started coming up with our own traditions. But my heart is still to like pile in the same room as everybody and wake everybody up so that I can open my presents. So presents mean a lot to me. Jesus means a lot to me. He was the greatest gift of all. But I still love that we get to get some presents each year. It's also a lot of pressure as her bar <laughs> because she let me tell you, I start sweating in September, <laughs> but I don't actually do anything about it until the week before, which could be part of my stress. <laughs> and then she doesn't give me my gift till, oh yeah, then she doesn't get it till like February or March. I'm scared to give them to her. <laughs> no, that's because you're wearing them usually. Oh yeah, or I'll buy something and I wear it <laughs> for a while. <laughs> that's what she does. I'm like, oh, I love that hat. And then I open my Christmas gift and it's that hat. Or I hang a picture in my house to see if I like it for two months before I give it to her. Oh my gosh, that yeah. is Christmas traditions over here <laughs> that she's making with me. <laughs> my own friendship Christmas traditions. Yeah. <laughs> well, I 
I was thinking about this. So, I mean, it's nothing, nothing huge or probably unique, but I love it every year when my kids and my husband and I, we pile into the old truck and we go to a Christmas farm and pick out our Christmas tree. I love that. And last year, so we piled in our Australian blue healer and then our new deaf puppy and the kids are in the back of this kind of small super cab. You know, it's not one of these really nice ones. Like the bumper's rotting off the back of it. And they're all piled in there. And it's, don't touch me out. Mom, Ryder just licks me. Get Ryder. You know, the blue healer. And then somebody says, Raya just puked, Mom, because she gets car sick. And I just remember sitting there thinking, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> you know, it's beginning to look a lot yeah. like Christmas. I love it. Every year we go, we pick a farm. And I just have to think it won't always be the five of us and our two dogs. You know, there's going to be spouses added and then grandkids, which will, I'm sure, hold its own traditions and uniqueness and specialness. But for now, it's the five of us and our two rotten dogs. And it's just fun. It means a lot to me. I love that. And you know, you guys, this is halfway through the recordings that I have planned for December and not one person yet has said going and cutting the Christmas tree. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Um, so when I think about what reconciliation looks like in my life, I think about family relationships as well as close friendships. And I think this time of year, particularly, we need to be paying attention to the relationships that have gotten out of whack and give them over to the Lord for healing. And since you two are all about reconciliation, I would love for you to answer this question. How has the Lord opened the gift of reconciliation in your lives? He hasn't yet. We're still waiting. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. He's opening it every day. You just don't see it. <laughs> Do you want me to? Go ahead. Okay. Part of my friendship journey and story um, was that I had a very close friendship before Tabitha that really blew up. And I love, you can get the ebook on our website for free. That kind of tells, tells the story of that before I met her and why this friendship became so special to me. But that time when things got so just out of control in that friendship, there was a lot of just focusing on each other. She wasn't a believer. So it was, it was just not how a godly friendship should look, but it all, the period that was so bad uh, was from November through the end of January or so. Hmm. So this is a hard time of year. You know, even even a decade later, you start to feel the cold weather and you smell certain smells in the air and it all brings it back. I mean, memories are so tied. But over the past couple of years, what I've started realizing is that just like you put it, and I was so glad that you, you gave language for this in that the farther I get out of that and the closer I become in this, you know, with Tabitha and just walking out the gift of reconciliation that's happened to us. It literally like is like this time of year, I get to open this gift 
And so whereas things would draw me to think about the old, now I get to think about where we are. We were just talking about how our podcast just kind of exploded over the past few weeks. Um, and so that's a gift of our reconciliation. And when you look up reconciliation as a Greek word, it means to completely change. And it makes me think about that song. If you, It's by uh, Maverick City Worship. And it says, if you knew me then, you'd believe me now. He's turned my whole life upside down. And there's no other time of year that where that becomes so evident to me than this time of year. And then to see what God's doing with our podcast and our friendship and just the ways that he's leading us out and connecting with us. So it really is a gift that even this year I'm opening anew. Oh, my gosh. I absolutely love that. And I love how God so often will take, I mean, I have like very specific dates in my history that God has replaced something horrible that happened that day with something absolutely amazing. And um, when that is a reconciliation kind of, you know, and brings wholeness to a relationship, I love that Greek definition that it's like, it's not just like a healing, it's a change that feels like it's a little bit more permanent. It's a little bit more, it's a little bit more fulfilling than just like, Oh, I forgive you. Cause that can feel really empty. I think so. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was so beautiful. <laughs> I got, I, I'm here. Yeah. I'm she's just laughing. Cause she's like, I'm the gift. She opens. I'm like reveling in her. I am her present. Yeah, I'm her present. I'm your present. I'm like your present. I'm your present. I'm your gift. I was looking up reconciliation too, and it means to restore friendly relations. And I love that because Mm -hmm. Stacey and I have such a hard friendship, and we did lose ours for a little bit there. And the Lord totally gave something new back to us and what we have together. But how sweet for us to know that to reconcile means to restore friendship. I love that, that he's, he wants to restore friendship and relationships. And another meaning was an action of making one view or belief compatible. And I just think about us and what the Lord is doing with us. And he's making our hearts compatible with his and with one another. Mm. And so it is such a gift. It is something that we open every day. And when there are bumps, and like everybody's going to have them. There's going to be moments where we get to choose to change together and become compatible and restore that friendship and open that gift of what the Lord wants to do in two people when they choose to love one another and choose to look more like him. Mm, I love that. So what is a piece of advice that you would have for someone that's in the middle of that crunchy period where there's lots of tension and they're not sure what to do next. What is one piece of advice you have for someone that needs to open the gift of reconciliation with someone in their lives? I don't know if this makes sense. Here's what I was thinking when you were asking, but going back to that friendship, that friendship ended at about the same time of year, and it, and God just tying this whole thing into see, like natural seasons for me. 
But literally at the same time of year, my friendship with her exploded and my friendship with Tabitha blew up. And in one of them, you can see I had to let go of both of them. And I just, it's almost like, I, you know, I can just see the seed, you know, when, the, when something happens and it's just not working. And sometimes you don't just keep plowing, but you take these seeds and you just plant them in the ground. And one stayed buried, but one came up. And to me, that I guess how I would put in the advice is just take that seed and your heartache and your confusion and whatever the Lord is asking you to do, just obey. You don't know what's coming down the road. Had I not given the first one up, I would have missed her just a couple of months later. So it was just something that I buried in the ground and I just decided I'm going to put the seed in here and somehow it's going to come up. So maybe another way to look at it is I buried her, but she grew out of it. Mm. And that's the advice I would get is just plant it. Let God, he's the farmer. Let him, let him do what he's going to do. And if you have to bury something in order for something else to spring up, do it. And you better bury the bats. You know, (laughs) we better get good burying the bats so we can have what is good mm-hmm. and what is our portion yeah. bring up mm-hmm. i totally agree um did you have anything more to add tabitha or well i did have something i thought this was so amazing so this morning i woke up and i looked at my phone and somebody said hey guys this reminded me of the flaws of friendship and it was her devotional for the day and it was all about reconciliation and so i'm just going to read a little bit okay so it's a scripture out of second corinthians 13 11 finally beloved friends be cheerful repair whatever is broken among you as your hearts are being knit together in perfect unity live continually in peace and god the source of love and peace will mingle with you. And this is what this devotional says. It says, beloved, let everything you do be from a heart of compassion. When you extend mercy to others, instead of judgment, you offer the olive branch of my kindness. I did not create you to go for it alone in this life. Rather, I brought you into a family. Therefore, do not retreat from others. This is the time to dig into real relationship with those who are also seeking after my heart. Unity is a holy, worthy pursuit. Be one with each other in love as I am with you. Consider what divides you from each other. It is the details that don't matter. Oh, is it the details that don't matter? If so, then lay down your offenses and opinions in the tide of my love and choose to unite rather than turn against each other. As you work out the strains in your relationship. Be sure to keep your heart humble before me. I will help you forgive. And when you cannot do it on your own, I will heal the wounds inflicted by others. When you repair relationships with humility and peace, you are reflecting the restorative power of my love. You will experience deeper levels of my compassion as you practice the mercy kindness of my kingdom. Oh, okay. You'll need to send me her information. I will reach out to her and I will put her blog in the show notes because, oh my goodness. That's... Yeah, she doesn't do a blog or anything. She's just, oh. she's just a realtor. 
She's a realtor. <laughs> She's a spirit field real realtor, but if people need a house in Kansas City, <laughs> okay. Yeah, she does that. She just felt prompted by the Lord to share. And this <sighs> was perfect for our reconciliation podcast. It's like this beautiful scripture and beautiful word from the Lord to really show compassion and mercy and really start healing relationships. Oh, I love that. So where can people find you guys so that they can continue to be encouraged to pursue reconciliation with their friends and see the fruit that comes out of all of that? Well, our website is www.plazafriendship.com. And we're on Facebook and Instagram. And when she gets really creative, TikTok. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and our email address is the flaws of friendship at gmail.com. So email is the flaws of friendship. Our website is flaws of friendship. But you can get to our email probably from our website. Can you? Is that true? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I email us. And um, what uh, channels is your podcast on? You can find our podcast, The Flaws of Friendship, on iTunes, Spotify, and a few other major platforms. So mostly we get the listens from iTunes and Spotify. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming and being on the show. Thanks for having us. This was fun. Always, always a pleasure. Well, Var, I hope you enjoyed Tabitha and Stacy's message and leave encouraged to walk in the light of reconciled relationships. My prayer for you today is that you are brave enough to fully open the gift of reconciliation. Let's ask the Lord to take any relationship on the rocks to the throne of God and ask for his grace and love to remove those stones and bring peace. For more encouragement from our VARs at the Flaws of Friendship, check out the show notes for their links and socials. If you'd like to connect to me, head over to jenniferelwood.com and you can grab a copy of Counting Up to Christmas 24 Gifts from the Gospel of Luke at amazon.com. You've been listening to the Refuge Podcast with Jennifer Elwood, where we cultivate our faith in the shelter of God's word. Mm-hmm.